We are back in the Uh-Oh podcast with Nick and Marty, and this time we have our guest, Boomer. Boomer. Did you forget his name? Almost no, I did like not. Forgot I, I wanted him to say his name, okay? I was calling him Boomer Brown this whole time. That's not but his, his last name. His name is Boomer Mobley. No, it's Jump not. To the he just changed it. That oh, is yeah. True. You legally changed your name. And I, remember, my real name is Nick. Oh, exactly. Which is crazy. Yeah, I, I, know that too, I right? didn't know that. Yeah. Wait, but. is it Nick or Nicholas? Nicholas. Ah. We, uh, yeah, we did talk about this. I have this. an H. You don't have an H, right? Exactly. We talked yeah. about this. I remember. Damn, so we have two Nicks in this bitch. Yeah. Hey, two Nicks in this bitch. Roll the music. Nick squared. All right, so we have Boomer. Boomer over here is a good friend of ours that we met in this whole social media space. Yeah. He's a fucking creator. He's an animator. And this man is, bro, I definitely look up to your work. You, oh, do you? Yeah, hell yeah. You what would you consider yourself, Boomer? I'd probably say a writer-producer. Yeah? Yeah. I think I kind of got, people latch onto the visual effects that I do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, so I feel like that's what you create most constantly, or, or in the past you have. Yeah, because I think I'm really big into action, so that's kind of when I wanted to learn uh, visual effects. So I'm gonna switch this over because this. Oh, you're good. No, yeah. So I started doing the visual effects so I could do action stuff, um, and then I just got really into it and started learning how to do it. And then I would do like tests in my room at first, just like, oh, if I got shot and blood went on the wall, right, or something, and then. Uh, as it got better, I um, incorporated it into like skits and stuff. True. Did you go to school for that or you were just like, fuck it, I'm just going to watch it on YouTube and learn some tutorials on YouTube? Uh, mainly YouTube, but I, I did go to school for it, but not for visual effects. It was like film editing and web design. That's all the major I had. True. Uh, over at the school offered at Washington State. They don't have a film program. Okay. I'm out of breath. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I didn't really do much there. I just partied and was like not really focused on it that typical college life yeah and then afterwards i was like i gotta start doing this more and then watched all these youtube tutorials and and then just did the tests on my own and right true yeah and what kind of made you transition over here to la uh just trying to get into the film industry because washington there's not much up there i guess there is like a uh an area up there for it and there's like agencies and stuff but i just feel like la is the place to be yeah i didn't want to get like discovered or someone's like hey you're really funny can you meet tomorrow and i'm like no i'm in washington seattle and you're yeah. in la i mean i would have <laughs> flown up for it but right i just figured why not be down here already true and i have family down here so i would come down here every summer and oh okay so the transition was a little bit easier because of that yeah when you first moved out here you lived with your family or yeah yeah true with my cousins and my aunt and uncle in true. Uh, beverly hills which was pretty sweet that is pretty dope yeah fuck yeah and then i was there for a couple months and then uh we got our own place because my girlfriend moved down now my wife but my girlfriend moved down um like two months after i did Mm -hmm. i actually saw some pictures of your wedding that shit looked lit bro yeah dude it was a great it was a great wedding it was here in cali no it was back up in washington in the mountains in like uh central washington gotcha it was all like snowing and stuff and it was pretty cool people always said like oh it's gonna like just be a blur so like try to sit back and like remember it. i'm like what well, i'm gonna remember it but right. looking back i'm like yo it was a blur it was oh like, yeah <laughs> i'm sure you were fucking drunk like yeah, yeah. most of the time <laughs> i tried to stay 
sober or I was drinking before, but I didn't get too messed up. Right. Uh, but then afterwards, yeah, it was funny cause I was pretty good all the whole night. And then, um, I got a drink and there was like another bar upstairs that was doing like craft cocktails. And so <clears throat> I got this Manhattan and it was like a full glass. And mm-hmm. after that I was like, I was fucking lit. Pretty turned up. Did you throw up? No, I didn't. Oh, okay. We we stayed up late enough that I think that I would like sober up before bed. True. Was it stressful uh, planning for a wedding? Uh, you have to ask my wife. She did most of it. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> no, it was. Uh, we're like both pretty chill, so I feel like she did do most of it. But uh, yeah, I, she like consulted me on like the music and right. arrangements. But it was like pretty easy in the venue we got did everything for us pretty much oh, true so that was cool they, they kind of planned everything out you set it up you paid for it that's pretty much <laughs> that's how it works yeah. i feel like women love doing that though yeah hell like, yeah that's their dream right there is to plan yeah. for their wedding when the fuck does a guy just sit back and think like oh i'm gonna make a scrapbook you know yeah. what i mean yeah men don't think of that type of shit i don't no. think that happens I think if i thought of anything that might be like like if i ever did anything like that I used to draw like cartoons, but that's just like drawing. That's not like a scrapbook yeah. of memories. My binder like in junior high, you know, was like a scrapbook of like hot chicks or whatever, you know, just <laughs> cut out pictures of like J-Lo or whoever and put them on my binder. Oh, wow. Or whoever was at, at the time. I used to be obsessed with drawing dicks on, on desks. Nuh-uh. Yeah. I used to draw a lot of titties, bro. Really? When I was younger. Did you say you used to draw dicks? Yeah, on desks. Yeah, yeah. All yeah. the time. You're, you, you had that thing that Jonah Hill had on Superbad. <laughs> basically you're that jonah hill character yeah we used to draw dicks everywhere i don't know why you used to draw dicks all yeah the time? me and all my friends <laughs> <laughs> kind of i don't know it's kind of you know somebody else sees it they feel uncomfortable that brings a little bit like it sheds a little bit of happiness yeah they should have a cartoon of just dick characters <laughs> yeah <laughs> have like different types of dicks i'd probably do like really well i feel like do uh, they do you guys I, ever watch summer heights high no oh you guys haven't no nah, what is that it's like an old series I think in Australia, this guy, Chris Lilly, he plays all these different characters. And uh, one of them is this kid named Jonah. And he's like a 14-year-old kid with ADHD. Mm. And he draws dicks all over the school. <laughs> but he, he has a thing that's called like dictation. And so he'll draw the dick and then write tation. And that's like his, his tag. Yeah. True. But you guys would like that show. It's really good. It's like a comedy, but a drama. Damn. And the guy plays all these. Like he plays a woman who is a teenage girl, teenage boy. Right. Uh a drama teacher He's the same a, character plays all the same dude yeah oh wow wow that's crazy that's pretty dope yeah this wanted, it wasn't uh jimmy tatro didn't he come out with a series about dicks or something like that well oh, it was yeah. uh it was like it was basically like a kind of like a mockumentary i think right the where making a they were trying type. to find out who drew all the dicks yeah. everywhere so it was like a very serious thing but it was like so stupid that <laughs> yeah. they're investigating who drew dicks on the walls and american vandal i think right? yeah yeah yeah. that's what it was my friend yeah. went to kevin went to school with him and he said anytime you saw him in the hallways they would just walk by each other and say like fuck you and that was it and they keep nah. yeah just like a joke they had i guess yeah that's funny yeah i was actually a background actor for that american vandal thing really yeah it was i was like in two episodes i saw myself in you saw a whole bunch of dicks huh no i didn't even see that part it was more of like it was like a party scene, and then the other one was a school scene where he was like disrupting the teacher and shit. True. Yeah, like sharpening his pants, uh, pencil loud as fuck. True. So mm-hmm. shit like that. We saw him last week, right? We oh, yeah, filming. yeah. Because we went to like film some somewhere where like he actually like edits and stuff. Oh, yeah. 
though we got to see him but i didn't talk to him or anything he's it was like funny very dude quick. they have that show the real bros or something to simi valley yeah it looks yeah. pretty funny yeah i watched uh I, I watched all of them it's on facebook watch right yeah it's on facebook yeah i haven't watched it yet but you keep telling me about it yeah it's but I, I love his work i think he's fucking hilarious yeah i want to check out this new uh show with uh Lil dicky called dave oh dude, yeah my buddy was just texting me about it and said it's like shot really cool and it's really yeah i saw the trailer and it, re- it was really intriguing yeah i, I want to watch Kevin it Hart's producing it too yeah right? he is yeah oh, really wow. yeah well you know what's funny is because i saw Lil dicky on set for american vandal because i think he had like some type of involvement with that uh, i think he's friends with the director of american vandal or the the guy who made it up or yeah. whatever did you guys meet out here or did you guys know each other back in back in florida we met through a mutual friend that i went to high school with and he knew him for like 10 years prior yeah. and then me and him like would always hang out in school but not outside of school and then we started hanging out outside of school and then that's when i met marty yeah oh, nice. when i first met nick all he did was play video games all day bro oh that's really all he fucking did he yeah, was man. obsessed Dude, games are, video games games. are pretty... pretty They're the shit. It got my creativity to the level that it's at now, bro. Dude, it does. Sometimes I get... I was just stuck in like January. I like I uh, had nothing creative-wise. And so I started playing uh, Far Cry. That's the game I was playing. I got... It started just bringing back ideas and shit. Like, I want to do this. And then I beat it. And then I switched over to Red Dead 2. Oh, wow. You play that game? I I played the first one. I didn't play the second one. Red Dead Redemption, right? The, the one that it's like grand theft auto but back in the days you get yeah, to ride like horses and shit grand theft auto. yeah grand theft oh man i used to be obsessed with grand theft auto yeah, yeah i used to play grand theft auto and then get ideas for beef and brentwood or true scenes it's like because yeah. the most ridiculous shit happens in that game yeah, oh yeah for real oh yeah sometimes you want to just like screen record everything too yeah. Because, yeah like you never know what could happen in that game i know yeah. i've gotten ideas from cartoons like cat dog before like i literally would download a season and watch it and just within mind of like what can i create from this yeah it's so mm-hmm. crazy i haven't seen shows like that in so long i would love to revisit like but like smoke and revisit yeah that's the thing a lot of the stuff yeah. is like all right this is a little bit like dumb you know because it's, it's for children you know and at the time when we were really watching it and intrigued by it we were children yeah but you can definitely take so many ideas from them you know yeah. what i mean spongebob is a hilarious show it is Fuck yeah that one that because i was like an adult when i found that one really but, yeah but just like seasons one through three i feel like I mean, I was probably in high school when I started watching it, but right. true. Then yeah, I feel like everyone story. watches SpongeBob. Like from, you could watch it from any age. You so yeah. fucking iconic. Yeah, like when they learn a swear word and it, it's like censored out by the whale sound. Oh yeah. <laughs> hey, how the are you? The dolphins. <laughs> the- <laughs> yeah. yeah. And there's it is one hilarious. SpongeBob's like watching porn. He's like watching a CNN enemy dance, and then Gary comes and he's like, "Oh shit!" And he changes the channel. He's like, Gary, what? Yeah. Are you doing? <laughs> yeah, yeah. They have little things. The other day, I saw like a meme that was about uh, SpongeBob, and uh, it said we were too young to understand. And it was an episode. I don't know if you guys remember, but he had like some type of candy that he would just keep eating the candy, and it was like glove candies. Yeah. And he would take the candy and they had a whole section where there was a montage where he would take the candy and it'll just be a whole bunch of disco music and he'll be dancing. That shit was fucking ecstasy, bro. Hey, he's taking drugs. He Damn. was taking drugs. We just didn't realize that shit. We just thought it was regular candy. Yeah, you're like, "Wow, he's loving that candy, having a great time." I saw another thing about like pollution in the ocean and someone's house is like a cup or something and they just use it as a house, but there's like some commentary about there's a bunch of like pollution in SpongeBob. Damn. And it's like a reference to. 
bro they i I love subliminal shit like that yeah i love it that's why whenever i create content i try to have something subliminal even if people don't fucking realize it they might realize it way down the line yeah but i love that type of stuff or even an underlying message yeah for sure i feel like everything you create is does have a message though even if you don't as a creator even if you don't realize it it has a message if you're telling a complete story for sure you know what i mean definitely yeah because it stemmed i guess from somewhere yeah for sure everything is like um you know i definitely believe in there is no such thing as something original because everything is just played off of our memories even though we might not recall where exactly it's from you know we took a little bit of this with a little bit of that and a little bit of that and made it our own you know what i mean but is that really original if you're really taking these things and we just forget where the fuck we take it from so we're like oh shit this is original yeah and everything's been done before or it's like retold you know like um fast and the furious the first one is basically point break oh it's like the same story just with cars like a cop goes undercover to the street racing gang but in point break it was surfers right and then he like becomes friends with the leader which is vin diesel and then pat or patrick swayze it's like the same storyline same storyline yeah. he like lets him go in the end the same way he did and what the fuck spoiler alert if no one's damn seen <laughs> i didn't know that that's great because i heard of point break before or point break yeah and i never you never thought seen about that i don't know if i saw it or not but i've heard of the movie before i didn't watch it it's good yeah. it's a good movie damn and it's crazy how everything is really structured in the same way like every disney movie is structured in the um what's it called the hero's journey you know, where they have basically everything outlined. And if you read the hero's journey and you watch any fucking Disney movie, you're like, okay, this is exactly what's going to happen. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Did you guys film in Florida when you were there and didn't start till out here? Yeah, we start. We're, well, we were doing more like the video production side. We weren't focused on being in front of the camera, you oh, know, yeah. like even though we, we did. Do we a did. Lot of we stuff, just sucked at but it. But it was it was like on the <laughs> side. We had a, we had a YouTube channel and stuff like that, you know, where we uploaded stuff. But we would mostly focus on like clientele work yeah. and that was like kind of what drove everything, you know? Yeah. But, uh, I feel like me personally, when I moved to LA and I started doing like background acting, I've realized, or like I noticed how easy the, the, the gigs were that these like people start in. And I was like, fuck, I could totally do this, you know? And that, that kind of like, like motivated me to create my own material too. Yeah. You know? And then a couple of videos later, one of them went viral and I was like, fuck yeah, this is exactly what I want to do. It motivated you to like want to act and stuff too. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty so. much. Cause like I was learning a lot of the stuff on set. Cause like, that's what I started with. And then I was realizing like the difference between the cast and the crew, like how the cast was getting treated versus how the crew was getting treated, how much the cast was getting paid versus how much the crew was getting paid. And I was like, yeah, I think it's much better being a cast member than a crew member. Oh, yeah. You know? So that kind of, like, motivated me to create my own material and, and be able to, you know. And also, I was, like, watching Vine and stuff like We Even before I moved to L.A., we were watching Vine and stuff like that. We even tried to create some Vines ourselves. Mm-hmm. But I was seeing, like, you know, how, how these Viners were taking things to the next level. How they were able to get fucking crazy brand deals and make hella money from, like, you know, YouTube monetization, too. And I was just like motivated by that whole space. And that's kind of what made me want to pursue it. Yeah. Even in like when I moved out here, I like I had no one, you know, so I was like filming everything myself. Like all my begin, like all the videos that I started with was like on a tripod. That's how I came up with beef and kind of because I, I shot a web series before and that was kind of hard to get people to want to do camera, you know. Right. Explain a little bit of uh, beef and Brentwood for people that don't know who you guys are. 
Oh yeah, I don't. Beef and Brentwood is such a funny uh, concept, just because it's literally nothing. It's like Looney Tunes, uh-huh. and that's what I I was living with a couple friends, and we were about ready to release our other web series, a big one, which was like our big project, which didn't even do that well. And Beef and has blown up, mm. um, which that took a while still too. But I just wanted to create like ten episodes of like, because I saw everyone uploading to their stories and stuff, and yeah. posting videos, and it was just like we're all watching each other post videos of me at the grocery store or whatever. Right. And I was like, what if some like crazy shit happened and it's all caught on camera, you know? Yeah. And not like a prank crazy shit, just like some real hood shit, I guess. Yeah. And uh so I came up with ten ideas where I would these guys stole my phone and then got on my Instagram. Because you know if you lose your phone, someone could just they have access to all your stuff. Right. So they started posting talking shit about me on my Instagram. And I would get on the comments and be like, I'm here at the library, you assholes. Like, I'm going to find you guys or whatever. And then uh, I'd retaliate on him. It would just create a back and forth. We would just never die. Right. They'd be like dropping doors on each other's heads or blowing each other up. We'd come back with a neck brace. Same way Tom and Jerry would or like Wiley. I love yeah. that shit. Yeah. <laughs> Where when you guys use the dummy, like throw him out of the building yeah. or like out of the car, that shit is hilarious. Yeah. I've had that dummy forever. And how do you guys come up with the name? I was living in Brentwood at the time. Oh, uh, I see. and I had this actually. I, for, I even forget about. It. I had a series. It was beef in Brentwood, but it was back when I was in Washington, called just beefing, and uh-huh. it was us just fighting with each other. Yeah, and we'd survive at the end the same way like Peter and the chicken would survive. You know, at the right. very end they show the chicken like crump, like make a fist. Yeah. Uh, so I had that one, and then I so I already knew I had like the title of beef, right. and then I lived in Brentwood, so I was just like, oh, beef in Brentwood, and right. Damn, I love that. It sounded pretty good. No, yeah. yeah. It flows for sure. I love the fact that you guys like collaborated with a bunch of different influencers too. Yeah. Because that's how I discovered you guys. It was like, oh, I saw like, I think, I don't know who it was. If it was like Pat D. Lucky or Cornell or something. Cornell probably, yeah. Okay, yeah, it was Cornell. And I saw he posted something with you guys. And I was like, damn, these guys are fucking doing it way differently than anybody else. Yeah. Because it was was all through the stories, right? Yeah, that's how we were doing initially. Yeah. Right. We had shot season three already, I think. And then, because I had season one and two, and then I met Josh, uh-huh. and he knew all these influencers. And at that time, my page had like a couple hundred followers. Like, right. I could not get it to grow. I don't know what it was. Uh-huh. And I think I was the only one that at the time had a series on Instagram that was like, every I'd post every day, and they'd be 15 second clips. Right. I didn't see anyone else doing it. Yeah. And it was hard because it wasn't, you couldn't share like you could on Facebook. Right. True. You couldn't really share the link. So like, the shareability of it was really difficult. Yeah. But then when I met Josh, he was like, yo, I can help you blow this up, man. Like, I know a lot of people. I'm, I'm good at, uh, I don't know why I'm, what I'm saying for Siri. <laughs> um, I can help you blow it up. You know, I know a lot of people and yeah, can help you make it way bigger. So then we started working together. We had season three and then that was already done. And then we just started shooting stories with people and got him interested to do it. And Damn, that's, that's what really sick. made us blow up. Oh, that's dope. I, I love, love it. it, bro. I love the whole concept. So what's your favorite like genre to do? Out of everything. Definitely comedy. Comedy, right? And I like situational comedy. Mm-hmm. Um, like I had the other web series I had, Nigel, was like a comedy, it was a mockumentary, but it's not like, um, I don't really like sitcom, you know, like line, line, laugh track. You know, yeah, just I like, like The Office or Parks and Rec. Right, right. Like right. That kind of, Always Sunny is definitely my favorite show. Okay. Which you haven't seen, right? Nah, I only watched like one or two episodes. Oh man, it's so good. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Where's yeah. it on? Where can where it's on FX? So now it's on Hulu because I think. Oh yeah, I heard about Disney that. Disney bought all that. Yep, true. So I think it's on there. Yeah, I didn't know it was like 
dirty and like they could curse and all oh, that it's other bad. shit get, they say some really fucked up shit in that. damn yeah, yeah. That, i love that type of humor and i thought they might tone it down because of all the stuff going on but their newest season though no, they're still going at it damn so it's still active they're still yeah it's like oh, the wow. longest longest running live action cable show in cable tv history or something like that how many seasons they're on 14 right now holy Whoa. shit and i think they're going to 15 or 16 damn and live I, I i didn't know what live action was but that means not like on a set Right. Like a like a studio, like a stage with yeah. a live audience. Like they go out in the street and they film and Gotcha. True. So it's yeah. almost like a film in a sense. Like Yeah. Same with the office too. It's like that, yeah. Yeah. There's no like audience in the office. But is it live action? Because I feel like they have a set. I, I yeah, I don't know. Maybe live action is just not in front of a studio audience. Oh, okay. Like, yeah. Or True. single camera, maybe that's what it means. Yeah, yeah. That's I what it is. Exactly, True. But, but I like action like bad boys or it's like that type of genre. Is like my favorite, like true, like action, action comedy. comedy. Yeah, Rush true. Hour. Yeah, yeah, like that. Damn, Rush Hour was a great series. That was like good, a yeah. trilogy, I would say. Yeah, they have Rush Hour three, right? Yeah, I don't even remember watching that. They went to Paris. Was it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh damn! He, he Jackie Chan fought on the Eiffel Tower. Mm-hmm. That was the final scene. Oh, I do remember that. Yeah, I remember that for sure. What's your favorite movie of all time? I don't. I, probably Lord of the Rings really damn that was like a total fucking curveball i know yes it, I'm, I'm weird like that it's weird because i think to make is probably comedy but to watch i do like watching dramas a lot okay and that's i mean there's some funny stuff in that but i don't like like really heavy dramas like um was, we just talked about this the other day i think it's called brothers with like jake gyllenhaal and Toby oh Meyer. yeah like that's just I and i heard it. i never saw it but i just heard it's like yeah it's very intense the entire time true very intense but i like yeah, so you movies. like when people talk like this, yeah, my lord? Like, time period, yeah. Lord, that's why I like, and then like the costume design, all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. But I still like, um, I don't know, indie films. I like a lot of indie films. Right. Too. I don't know. I do like them all, but yeah, no, I like yeah. the realistic stuff, like shit that's like, fuck, I can totally see this happening in real yeah. life. You know, I love that shit. I used to love like '90s action movies too, like Cliffhanger. With uh, Sylvester Stallone. Never watched that. <laughs> you never seen that? Oh, dude, that's a damn. good one. If, it's wow. funny because you watch them, you're like, some of these are just like, how did this movie get made? Which is actually another good podcast. You guys ever heard that one? No. How did this get made with like Jason Manzoukas and Paul Shear? No. They talk about movies like Con Air and just all the plot holes in it. Like, how the hell did this movie get made? But it's like a comedy. Yeah, I got to check that out. Yeah, that's pretty interesting. Cliffhanger actually holds up, I feel like. I feel like that's still a good movie. Wow. I feel like a lot of these movies, these older films or shows or whatever the case may be, we could watch them nowadays and be like, this is ass, but we can't really fathom and understand the fact that this shit was revolutionary at the time. Yeah. It's just that everything is so fucking saturated and we've seen everything in everywhere from social media to series and films that we just forget and we're like, oh, like this is ass, but they were the ones that kind of made that stepping stone to create the shit that's out nowadays right yeah i love movies with like cool concepts too like the bradley cooper one with limitless yeah where he takes a pill and like everything changes i love that shit like that's yeah, that stuff that could be real you know like you could take a pill and like all of a sudden you're fucking way smarter or something you yeah. know i, I love that watch more movies man i uh there's a bunch out there that i haven't even seen that are good i i get uh i watch a lot of bad movies mm. too uh, just because at night, if I, if it's like midnight and I'm trying to go to bed, you if just, I put on a good movie, I'll get sucked into it. Yeah. And watch it. <laughs> yeah. I can put on a bad movie. Yeah. 
it's good that they make bad movies then huh <laughs> yeah but some of these are just so they're frustrating so like maybe that stress isn't good before i go to bed right just like, what? like <laughs> true what the fuck <laughs> but i feel like it's kind of taught me like sometimes like okay what are they not doing here like they're right. not showing me everything so then maybe when i shoot i know like well i know from watching all these shitty movies like mm-hmm. what they're lacking in storytelling yeah so i hope it you know maybe helps me a little bit or you're just overthinking like oh i could make this better <laughs> Yeah. yeah, but a lot of them give me like funny comedy bits because shit will happen that's just so stupid, and then I'm like, well, what if we just exaggerate it right. and make this into a comedy bit? True. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's most of the ideas that when we get ideas is like it's shit that we see or shit that like just happens naturally. Yeah. yeah. I can't sit there and just come up with an idea. It's so hard for me. Yeah, it is. It's so weird. hard to just brainstorm something. I feel like. It is and it's not. I feel like it, it's not hard to brainstorm when you have somebody else to like throw ideas back and forth. No matter how ridiculous it is, it could trigger something in the other person's brain. Mm-hmm. But when it's like by yourself, it makes it way harder. Yeah. You know, right. just to sit there with a fucking yeah. pen and paper. I got to have like some type of like outline to start with. I can't just like out of nowhere come up with something. True. Especially if I'm by myself too. True. It's cool too when I when we shoot skits we always seem to come up with another idea yeah while shooting right that's it's because we're always talking shit or like just saying like oh like what if this happens you know i think that's the best way to come up with ideas you're just with creatives and you just start saying things like oh that's pretty funny and then that's exactly what i'm saying it feeds off of one person and they come up with a different idea off what you said yeah and it just becomes this other thing yeah were you always like this though or like just when you started creating into film and stuff well just like coming up with idea like just think looking at shit but like thinking of a skit idea around it yeah i've like always wanted to act as a kid Uh i've always been into movies yeah and i always wanted to act but when i was younger i there like wasn't a whole lot i did some auditions and stuff in seattle but nothing really ever that big yeah um and so then i was like well what if i just like shot stuff on my own maybe right uh, and i think i started off writing like little plays in my living room mm-hmm. with my friends or doing like wrestling videos like beating up a dummy or something <laughs> yeah and then uh i um uh i for a class project it was like do a powerpoint make a video or do something else and i was like oh, i'll make a video mm-hmm. this shit was like 30 minutes long and we're just <laughs> doing kung fu in the street like makes no sense right and uh i don't i can't remember that was called maybe like no escape but i had so much fun doing it and just like I don't think we wrote a script. We just like got a camera like, all right, I'm going to be here and I'll run out like the Matrix and shoot guns or something. And and then we'll get a kung fu battle. Yeah. And then I learned how to edit through that. And then I was like, oh, this is like where the real kind of like, this is how you make shit. Like you have have to have like an editor and all that. Yeah. Yeah. So then I started writing more stuff and we'd shoot little just terrible movies around the neighborhood. And then I kind of, I liked, then I started like the writing more than the acting. Really? Kind of. Yeah. I still liked acting but mm-hmm. uh i just found it like fun to come up with a story and yeah. then like get all my friends together right and try to shoot something and then it, it, the classroom reaction like when i would like show it in the classroom for the presentation everyone was just cracking up i was like oh this is awesome like that instant feedback yeah not for sure so then i yeah. yeah then i just like that's when i kind of started like trying to write stuff and right i mean all my friends were always joking around doing dumb stuff so sure. i feel like that's where that uh came from for me when marty was living in florida I was either in front of the camera or writing, so I never had to do any of the technical aspects. Like, yeah, sure, we filmed and shit like that, but like I picked up the camera, but I didn't really know too much. You know what I mean? I had to, when Marty moved out here to LA, I was like, oh, fuck. 
now if I don't do this shit, ain't nobody going to do it for me. You know what I mean? So that's kind of what forced me to get more into that. If it wasn't for that, I for sure wouldn't be at the level that I'm at right now. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I feel like uncomfortable situations and stuff like that kind of forces you to either man up or step down. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm just kind of tired of waiting on other people for to make like what I want to do. You know, like when yeah. you're just auditioning, it, you're waiting for someone to choose you kind of. I stay preaching about this, bro. I love the fact that we're like in social media, you become independent, you know, like yeah. you, you kind of make the moves. You, you're like not really answering to anybody. You know, you're not waiting on anybody. It's all based on you, on your efforts. Yeah. And I love that. I love the fact that we have complete control like that. Mm -hmm. I feel like I was late to social media because I really didn't start doing anything until uh, like last year. Like once we started doing the stories with everybody. Yeah. I'd put stuff on the web and like hope, oh, maybe some director will see this or something. Right. But I didn't really think to use social media as like more than that. Right. I was just banking on luck, which is kind of dumb. Yeah. And then once I started meeting people who are doing this for a living i'm like oh shit we could just do this and create and have our own say of what we want to write direct or do whatever you know which is cool and the thing is is like you know us living out here in la we're literally rubbing elbows and we're friends with a lot of these major influencers you know so i feel like if you just continue working on yourself there's no way that you won't be successful in this field yeah you know what i mean it's sometimes we get carried away i know me and marty especially like now we we kind of turn the gear but we would get carried away in creating shit for other people yeah you know what i mean like it's great like I, I love the experience i love working with other people but at the same time if you don't prioritize your shit nobody else will yeah plus i like the fact of owning the material versus just like you know getting work for hire and then like you just get paid that day for the work and then that's that you know yeah because like i feel like last year i made people so much fucking money and i only got paid up front like a couple hundred dollars you know so it's like fuck like i could own that material and monetize way more than i would if i just you know worked for them so i don't know that kind of that that triggered me to like really focus on my own material too that's kind of same here with me now trying to grow my own page right it's like a, we were collaborating so much with other people and, and it was dope because we grew. Yeah. But um, yeah, at a certain point I was like, man, I need to start focusing on myself. And even with Beef and we were just collaborating so much that, and the, the visual effects take so long. And I wanted, I had this idea for season four. I want to do the story in the mountains and mm. kind of switch it up and get away from the guns and just do something in the woods. Again, probably I'm like a fan of Lord of the Rings. Like let's do some bow and arrow shit, you know? True. Right. Um, and I was like, I have to, and I was working at the restaurant. So I was like, I have to stop filming for beef in order to like write and do the season. Yeah. Otherwise, like I'll just never get it done. Right. And I wasn't making money off social media either. So I didn't have a way to quit the restaurant. Yeah. Yeah. So the restaurant's kind of what helped you like maintain a float yeah. while you're trying to like create and shit like that. Because the money in restaurants out in LA, man, is good. Yeah. yeah. And it's like every day it's cash. You're getting it every day. Yeah. And the restaurant I was at, it changed in the end. It kind of sucked, but... There was like a good two years where like some weeks I'd make like 1200 in a week working 20 hours. Wow. So I was Damn. Like, Yo, I don't need to yeah. get that full-time job, you know? Right. But then it kind of, the money started to go kind of down when the restaurant went down. And then mm. that's when I was like, all right, well, this isn't really sustainable anymore. Right. Yeah. That particular restaurant, I could right. probably get another one. But now I'm like, well, shit, like yesterday we filmed, mm-hmm. we can get more of that stuff at least. We can... Yeah. oh yeah for sure it's just a matter of like if you put that energy into the restaurant or like working those 20 hours per week in the restaurant like you're gonna 
you're losing opportunity in other fields yeah. you know you might make less in the beginning in doing you know this production shit and and even your own content but eventually that's for sure gonna pay off way more yeah you know and you guys have always been really cool and like supportive of even me or just giving me tips on how to grow where i have met a few people who don't want to share anything like oh they're worried yeah that and I don't get it either because, like, what are you losing out of that, you know? Yeah. they. I feel like they're, they kind of think, like, oh, I'm creating more competition for myself. But in a sense, it's like, fuck. Like, it's not like a person is just going to watch that person, you know? Like, yeah. a person can watch both of you guys. Like, it makes no fucking sense to me. Yeah, some people are just fucking dicks. There's a yeah. lot of dickhead creators out here. That That is for sure, yeah. bro. And it's, like, it's almost sad because there's a lot of people that before i came to la i was like oh my god i cannot wait wait to work with this person or meet this person or whatever the case may be and then you meet them and you work with them and you're like oh i see yeah this this isn't what i expected right yeah there's been some really nice uh, nice ones too like quay's always been super nice yeah yeah that's for sure and he's massive you know and one time we were filming he just stopped and was like yeah, we should all just appreciate this. We're all just filming, having fun, doing our thing. And I was like, yeah, exactly. Like this is <laughs> this is what I want to be around. This type of personality and this right. energy, you know. Yep, yep. And then I've been around some who are like, "What are we doing? What do you want?" You yeah, know? like they just act like you're wasting their time. Yeah, I can't stand that, bro. I know. It's like fuck. If you're gonna be on set, at least fucking, at least be happy. You yeah. Know? Like fuck, because I hate the fact that like people are on set and like they just bring everyone's moods down. No, yeah, they're like, it's contagious. We all quit a job or we did something to be here and do this. You yeah. Know? It's fun. Yeah, like yesterday, we did that shoot yesterday. That shit to me was fun. We got to fucking shoot at a dope ass house. Yeah. You know what I mean? That house was so fucking cool. I know. I, I was like it. going home thinking like, damn, this house is so cool. Like if, yeah. I, was in the, if I was there right now, I'd just be chilling in the backyard. Right. Oh my God. <laughs> Imagine having a house like that. The type of content you could just create with all that space. I know. Yeah. Sometimes I think about that though, like, cause I feel like the people that live in those type of houses, they might not enjoy it as much, but that's because they're probably working in order to afford that house, you know? Yes. So I'm like always thinking, like, fuck, if it was me living in this house, I'll be in this pool every fucking day. I know, <laughs> <You> yeah. Know? <laughs> I was telling Haley, I was like, man, if we ever went on vacation, I would like extend it by two days just so when I come back, I can just relax in my house, which right. is also a vacation. Yeah. True. Yeah. And I'm yep. home, you know, and like adjusting back to life. Yeah, I never thought about that. That's actually a good idea. Yeah, I never. My when I was younger, my uncle, who's a lawyer and is like always busy, yeah, would want to leave and have like a day or two before he had to go back to work. Right. I didn't get it because I was like young and full of energy. But when you're working a lot and then you come home, it's like nice to have a day to like just get back to your life. Oh yeah, and like relax. I agree with that because every time I go traveling and I come right back, I just want to fucking relax, bro. Yeah, I don't want to do shit. Before the travels, though, is like the cocaine moment where yeah. it's like you're just doing mad you get work the most done before mm-hmm. traveling because you know you got to leave you're like all right i gotta make sure i get this done yeah. that done that done exactly. but i definitely feel you after vacation you're like man i gotta unpack do all this bullshit yeah see these motherfuckers tomorrow <laughs> <laughs> coming back to a house like the one yesterday would just be hella nice like Yo, yeah still here fuck yeah wait how long ago did you move out here i moved here in december of 2015 okay and then yeah. you just kind of moved yeah out here. august six months yeah yeah shit but you were flying out here a lot yeah yeah, yeah. he was visiting a lot a he lot was always coming out here and just like even like you know me introducing him to people and mm-hmm. stuff like that so yeah. and when i'd come here i'd stay like three weeks yeah you know what i mean so it's like a good amount of time were you working back in florida or 
um i mean with this production stuff honestly oh yeah you know like i'd have some clients out there wouldn't be anything to make me rich but i'd stay afloat i could pay some bills i still get paid from the military as well because i'm a veteran oh you were in the military yeah i was in the military so i still get paid a little bit from them and like have some benefits so it makes it fucking easier you know that's cool yeah you guys like know your shit it's nice working with you guys because i just don't you know it's like i don't have to like really think like I just try, like, you guys got it, you know? No, yeah, right? for sure. That, it's I, nice to work with people like that. That's the, I think that's the best way when you trust somebody, too. Because, like, when, when other people don't trust you or, like, your vision and stuff like that, and they're always, like, behind you or, like, telling you what to do, that shit could get annoying real quick, bro. Yeah, I've been yeah. on sets like that where it's like, okay, you hired me for a reason. You know what I mean? Yeah. You believe in my vision. Don't, don't be anal about this. Yeah, yeah. You know? But I feel like, yeah, also it's like, now we we have a friendship you know so like we're comfortable with each other so it just makes it so much easier to work with shit yeah, yeah. you know because like when you first start working with somebody you got to kind of test out the waters feel them out see kind of what they like and things that they don't like you know mm-hmm. so it becomes a little bit difficult but now like us marlon diamond all these people like we all know each other so it just it's it flows yeah because when i first started working with quay like i don't think we were seeing eye to eye on the same like like we i don't think we had the same vision you know yeah and i had to like learn what he likes versus what he doesn't like for me to like kind of tune in onto what he wants because it was hard at first because he's a very like perfectionist you know yeah yeah so it was so hard to like work with him at first but then once i knew what he wanted and knew what he liked then it just became a breeze because then i'll just bring that same yeah aesthetic every time doing beefing with him the first couple times because beefing is very technical too like right because we shoot it selfie style supposed to look like one take there's like a lot of moving parts and i think uh we were used to it so we're like all right this is what we're gonna do blah 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 right. but he's like what like hold on hold on like you know because he's never did that type mm-hmm. of shooting with us yeah so it's just like a very it happens all the time actually with a lot of people it is very just like what are we doing and uh it's funny because marlon's used to it so sometimes he'll just be like it'll work out like whatever's happening it'll, it's gonna work out <laughs> yeah just tell me what to do yeah <laughs> that's the trust right there bro like yeah. when you constantly work with somebody you're like you got this. Just yeah. tell me what to do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I love working with Marlon, bro. Yeah. It's the best. I it think is, he's yeah. probably my favorite person to work with because he's so, even like his own content, whatever you do, he's happy with it. He's like, I love it. <laughs> You're like, we could do it again. No, I love it. And I was like, <laughs> nope, okay. Let's move on. Yeah. <laughs> and he's so, he, we have the same, like, same sense of humor for sure. Yeah. Right. But even just the same, like, like, uh, oh, it's good. Like, yeah, we'll like move on kind of. Yeah. Right, right, like, right. Try yeah. not to overthink it's it. Not like much. anal about stuff. And he's, I overthink a lot. He's better at that than I am. So I've learned a lot from him just to right. like, fuck it, put it up. Who gives a yeah. shit? You yeah, know? exactly. No, yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, I, I like had that. such a difficult time too, like having, being confident with the with the stuff that I've done, you know? But now like I, I learned to like kind of not care, even if you don't like it after the you, you work on it. Because you never know. Like sometimes I put a video out and it does way better than I expected yeah. because I didn't like it. Doesn't mean that the rest of the world's not gonna like it. Yeah, I feel so. like a lot of our videos, the ones that we think aren't gonna do well, end up doing well. Yeah, which is so weird. It is weird. It's there was so one weird. episode of Beef, and I don't remember which one, but everyone liked it. And it's one that I hate. <laughs> and I was like, well, it's so weird that everyone likes this one because I right. just don't like it. Yeah, comes to show you just how good we are at judging our own shit. Yeah, exactly. you know what I mean? yeah. <laughs> true. Yeah, and it's funny because. You know, especially editing it, you see it like this Uber skit. I've seen it so many times where I'm like, "Should I post this? Is it even funny?" But it's like I know it is. Right? You know, we were laughing, but yeah. I mean, it was it was funny when you first thought of it, right? Yeah. I guess it's because we also get tunnel vision. Yeah. With yeah. it, 
because we've seen it so many times so it's like we kind of become immune to the the jokes or yeah. the scenes or whatever it is i heard bill Hader on a podcast and he said um in saturday night live like the first time you thought of a joke if you laughed like go with that because the more you try to either rework it or overthink it it obviously doesn't become funny anymore but if you did laugh the first time like then do it because it was funny well that's a good tip but that's what i try to think like did i laugh the first time it's like yeah i did so that's awesome i feel like we started social media pretty early but like nothing really hit you know yeah it took us a while to like kind of like know what works and what doesn't yeah Yeah. because like i feel like if because even like when vine was the the thing back then we we would make vines but like none of them would hit you know so we had to like really like experience making a bunch of bad shit in order to know what you know what fucking what the people want i feel like our problem though was other things like a huge thing in in what we did was consistency i don't think we were ever constant like there might have been like a month that we were constant but there wasn't like a solid six months where we were like okay we're gonna drop a vine every two three days you know what i mean yeah that's been my big thing too another thing in that was um great i just lost it <laughs> we fucking yeah. lost it. oh yeah um uh fuck i lost it again <laughs> fuck I, damn yo that shit went right to my brain i lost i it always again. think sometimes my style might be too um this is it's gonna sound arrogant but like i think maybe too cinematically or um I don't know. Like, I'm not, uh, like, Vine. I don't know if I could do a Vine. Because mm. some of them are just, my brain doesn't work. Like, I always want to, like, I want to make, like, 15-minute videos every single time. Right. You know? yeah. I can probably do, I mean, Beefing was initially 15 seconds every episode. Yeah. But I think the visual effects maybe helped that, you know, because yeah. the situations themselves weren't, like, anything too special. Yeah. And then we're just killing each other, but... um i know what you're saying though like you want to like your your mind works better long form right versus like something that's six seconds long yeah yeah no i get that for sure because i had such a hard time coming up with like a concept for six seconds like how the fuck yeah how are you gonna tell a complete story in six seconds even like a minute if you think about it like think about five years ago and creating a one minute whole entire story bro when we really started doing skits our shit was like 15 minutes long. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they were like we, short We would films. put them up on YouTube, but like it would do no numbers at no all. No numbers. Like, but then again, like yeah. now that we're looking back at it, like who the fuck would watch a 15 minute joint like that without yeah. even being known? You yeah. Know? Like we didn't even that establish a brand or anything. And it's like, not even like our story was on point and all that other shit. Yeah. The only thing that was on point, we always kind of had production down pack. Yeah. And that's kind of it. Yeah. It always looked clean, but doesn't yeah. mean that the story or the writing or the, even the acting was there. Right. And but then we would see other people shoot shit in their iPhones and like, get millions hit. of views and we're yeah. like what the fuck bro yeah. <laughs> he shot this on their phone what the fuck are we doing wrong <laughs> uh damn i was just gonna say something and i forgot what it was oh, oh but continuous. now everything's going back to long form like three minutes yeah. plus yeah right? right. but before that's what i wanted to do and everyone's like don't do that don't do that so i'm like all right i learned how to do 15 seconds i learned how to do a right. minute and now it's like all right make it five minutes i'm like wait what is that yeah. everything's back to a minute like no 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 yeah Go i think this five. shit is almost like you know how they say fashion always like 
returns you know what i mean like yeah. it, whatever was hot in the 90s will eventually be hot again which is kind of true right now right i feel like it's almost the same thing with film but know? i think people like especially on a mobile phone like they're consuming more video than ever you know like they weren't consuming that much like yeah. a couple years ago because of like you know data or something or like the phones weren't fast enough now it's they're like super fast you got unlimited data so people are consuming way more than ever yeah so i think that definitely contributes to it too and another yeah. thing too is like I feel like if you're still growing a, a brand, like a personal brand, you should kind of give them appetizers before a fucking entree, you know, before yeah. a big long form content. Yeah, I would agree with that too. That's why I want to try to do like maybe two of the like longer type skits a month, mm-hmm. and then just do short stuff. Yeah. So people can get like then they'll you know maybe more used to it or yeah because those are easier to consume you yeah. know like way easier and that's then, why i love the fact that you're like focused on stories because like you don't really got to do shit you just got to sit there and watch and they're 15 seconds long so i thought it was like genius you know when you guys were putting those those yeah. out with like other collaborators and, and then stuff. when you watch them all together uh the season one of beef was all 15 seconds like the whole season is like I guess maybe that was eight minutes or three minutes. I can't remember what it was. Mm. It was like eight minutes. But every 15 seconds or less, you're getting a gag or a joke. Right. Because I love of the way yeah. it was structured. Yeah. Exactly. Which was kind of nice. But yeah. That's why I think even uh, David Dobrik's vlogs work so well because they're all like like super fast bits, you know? Because oh, yeah. if you don't like one part of that vlog, you could just like just wait 10 more seconds and you'll fucking see a whole different thing versus like someone who's vlogging like this 15-minute video and the whole video is just on one subject or yeah. one thing that they're about to do. So I, I don't know. I think I find it way more amusing how like fast things could be. Yeah. I've always wanted to stay true to myself too, a little bit. Like if and that's what kind of sucks is like, you kind of have to do, I think both if you want to grow your brand a little bit. Yeah. Just cause like people aren't going to give you the time of day if you're a nobody. Yeah. But it's like, I still want to do like my, like I have one episode in season four of beef and where I'm a big fan of like, sons of anarchy have you guys ever seen that show? yeah or, yeah i've seen and a, a few and episodes a couple other shows do it where like they'll do an intro to the show where it's just like a soundtrack for like three minutes mm-hmm. and a bunch of stuff is happening right and i've always been a fan of that so i'm doing like an episode where it's like just before we go into this big battle yeah but the whole thing's just going to be set to the song while we're mm-hmm. all like gearing up but true some people were like i don't know if that'll work because it's just a song no one's talking nothing happens and i'm like well, i don't i kind of like it like yeah so fuck it i'm gonna do it like whatever fuck it, bro. i mean i honestly like when it comes to things like that it could if it blows up it could do even better because now they don't need to speak english to know what the fuck's going on yeah you know what i mean it could be anywhere in the world so creating content without any dialogue i feel like is a great thing because yeah. the whole world knows exactly what you mean right yeah, that's true. what i was focused on in the beginning too because like one of my first viral videos i had no dialogue whatsoever it was all action-based so oh, yeah. like that worked you know i kind of try to stick to that and then like eventually when when the audience size grew a little long or bigger then i was able to add dialogue in there yeah. now i love dialogue I, yeah. I fucking find it so fucking dope especially when it's like well written you yeah know? yeah like I, I appreciate movies that have like funny ass dialogue i love that shit yeah i know that's why i like the like just banter kind of you know back and yeah. forth yeah that's why i think i'm a big fan of like the situational comedy oh yeah i love that shit yeah. either awkwardness or even just there's like always sunny man it's so good you guys gotta watch it there's just a couple scenes where because i was watching it the other day because i'm like re-watching it uh-huh and i was like this whole scene they're just in a dave and buster's talking nothing's happening but yeah. the conversation is so fucking funny 
that it's just like you're engaged the entire time. Right, right. And these guys are just monsters of how they how they act. And it's just it's just, like you could take that three minutes and probably pitch that and get a show just because it's like you get everything you need from those characters. Right. It's really funny. It shows who they are and like yeah. what they're about, what their intentions are. And they're just talking at a yeah. table. Yeah. That's great. Sounds like some good ass writing, honestly. Yeah. Yeah, those guys are they've done a lot, I think, too, and inspired a lot of people and like that. Especially me, just like the fast talking kind of right arguing talk talking over each other yeah. right which is kind of hard to edit but yeah, yeah. well if you're doing multicam game. it makes it easier yeah yeah for sure but i love that stuff man i love it um fuck what was i gonna say i was gonna say something too <laughs> look bro it's getting contagious and i actually remember what i was gonna say before besides being constant in our shit <laughs> we would always create different types of content you know what i mean as opposed to just sticking with uh skits or whatever the case may be we would create different things and although that's great and i feel like we can get a whole bunch of different people and different audiences it's also takes longer to grow different things as opposed to just one thing Mm. but i like that i like trying new things because then you see what sticks no for sure and i mean we still in a sense do that we still like creating like different shit and yeah I personally love it, but it does hinder the growth, I feel. If you were to just stick to one thing mm. constantly, right. you'll, you'll go quicker in that. But now your audience is trained to liking that type of content. Yeah, so exactly. then if you switched up and did something different, they'd be like, no, do the thing you were doing before. Yeah. 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 So you train them again to do some to like some other type of content. But I feel like that's so necessary for any creator. Because if you think about like these artists that always co- kind of come out with the same type of music, all the time they just get washed up yeah but the 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 artists that are always evolving like kanye west and fucking post malone i feel like people like that who are always trying new shit different sounds they're the ones that that grow for sure compared to like a fucking rick ross that sounds the same for the past decade two decades exactly you know Someone was saying Drake does like he'll listen to what's trending and new and kind of adapt his. Oh, Drake is great. Yeah, he's another great example. Like he's always switching up his sounds. He doesn't even sound like the old Drake anymore. No, not at all. Exactly. We were where were we watching his music video the other day? That we were like, holy fuck! Look at Drake like that. It was uh, the Aston Martin music video with Rick Ross. Oh yeah, he looked. He had no beard. No beard. Looked completely different. Yeah. We're like, damn! Look at that compared to nowadays. Oh, he's looking different now. Oh hell yeah! Well, like now he's like you know a little bit more chunky. I would say more muscular and with a he beard. Has a beard. Like I don't know his looks. Oh, yeah, look, yeah. He looks different, you know. Totally than, different. When he first came out. Yeah. But he even sounds different too, in my yeah. opinion. He no, yeah, so, for sure. Like the instrumentals, the fucking the way he raps, everything. He's great at going into different countries, tapping into that culture, and using their music. Yeah. You know, whether that may be the the jamaican theme stuff or he recently went to brazil and kind of tapped into their music or even spanish I, he sang in fucking spanish too you know what i mean yeah, yeah that's tight do smart i feel like i was breathing in here earlier and I'm, when i talk <laughs> i like hold my breath so i'm not like so like br- br- <laughs> like breathy as i talk <laughs> and i'm like oh it's maybe not that bad no nah. yeah I, I wish i would have hit you guys up earlier to try to work i think i was like uh <clears throat> like nervous kind of because i i just like i'd I have a way less following than you guys and also couldn't pay you guys. So I was like, fuck, it's like a lot of, you know, like the camera and all that shit. It's like a lot. To, no, I get it. But I love, I love, bro. Even like your ideas are yeah. so fucking good, bro. Yeah. Like I crack up every time you tell me like an idea that, that you're about <laughs> no. to work on. Even just your nice, person, thanks. bro. Like I yeah. like your energy. I've never 
ever seen you like with like just having bad energy i feel like in whatever set that you're in or situation like you just bring good energy good time yeah you know what i mean i just enjoy it man and it's i mean that's why i'll I'll do vf that's why i just feel like we could trade off at least i could do vfx or i'll hold the camera for you guys yeah if i'm not in it i don't care yeah yeah i'll shoot for you jack me off a couple times if you want yeah yeah you know (laughs) us nicks gotta stay together (laughs) (laughs) all right guys i think that's all the time we have for today's podcast boomer where, where can they find you uh boomer mobley on instagram shit are you gonna change that soon i think i'm gonna keep it my stage name oh, okay okay i think because now i have like a little something and uh under that name and it just it, yeah keep it my stage name nice um yeah. and then i can keep some privacy maybe if i uh ever blow up you know <laughs> yeah there you sure. go but then i'm like well if i make a reservation under you know nicholas james castley i may not get a reservation true but if i'm like a named figure and i use it yeah if you're gonna eat at a nice ass place you should yeah. use boomer mobley for sure <laughs> yeah boomer mobley on everything tiktok which i just started nice oh yeah yeah tiktok's the wave right now man i'm trying to figure that out i had one go pretty viral or not viral i don't know it got like fifty thousand views but yeah i had like zero following so it was like what the hell right yeah. right That's oh right it's hashtags. such a great opportunity right now it really is it really is everybody should be taking advantage of it yeah i always like i i've been preaching about tiktok bro been preaching about it and it's so crazy because like now like you see everyone like really focused on it too all these brands bro yeah all these brands are talking i think the thing is you just got to put stuff out there too where i think in the past i know i've been guilty of overthinking it or maybe it won't do well but i think you guys are inspiring because i mean i like all your content but you guys put out so much and everyone it's just like you guys don't care and i think there's something that's like yeah uh um I don't want to say it's like like addicting about like oh they're like look at them they're just careless they're doing it. I I could do that yeah so I feel like that's a good like ins- inspiring thing for all anybody who wants to create oh yeah you know just definitely put shit out there because that's I Marlon's like TikTok just post every day a couple times a day and it's like well I don't have he's like doesn't fucking matter just throw some shit up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah doesn't matter just throw it up <laughs> yeah <laughs> who cares <laughs> I'm like all all right, yeah well. but yeah I I definitely agree with that too if he because he has a fucking whole catalog of content so he could like post shit mm-hmm. every fucking day for a mm-hmm. long time you know yeah so that helps so anything uh you're working on right now that you want to kind of um tease well, season four of beefing will be coming out soon okay oh, there's yeah. a lot of editing I went overkill on these effects you guys shot that already most of it yeah I think there's like maybe four or five episodes left we got to shoot nice. um that take place in a cave Nice. Uh, that'll probably be a couple months out and then um no probably just more sketches and random stuff and oh yeah sick um, follow him guys follow yeah. him on social media everywhere and if you guys need some vfx hit him up because he he be killing it yeah. i saw the advertisement um marlon put out for you that show was so great yeah. bro i loved it that, that was, was a so good fucking one. funny. We, we filmed that after the Uber one. Oh, for real? Yeah. Nice. And that's like comes from a bit me and Kevin, my friend Kevin, were doing where we were driving around and there's like Little Caesars and it was just like, you want a pizza? Little Caesars. Like, what comes <laughs> on it? Like, Little Caesars delivery. It just, that's everything came back to like, you want this type of, yeah. you want pepperoni, you want cheese? Little yeah. Caesars. <laughs> and so then I was like, yo, we should do this for the VFX thing. You want to get blown up? Boom, Mobley. Yeah. That's yeah. funny. I loved that it. That was so great. All right, guys. You want to plug yourself too, Nick? Plug me up, man. Plug me up, Marty. Sheet. Well, follow us, guys, uh, on Instagram, at Nick and at Marty. I'm almost hitting 100K, guys. On I need some yep. On Instagram. Oh, shit. I need some new followers, guys. So if What's you up? don't follow me on the gram, head over right now. 
and follow your boy. And tell your grandma, your aunt, your cousins, let them know. <laughs> let them know about us. Tell everybody. It's not going to feel any different once I hit 100K. No, it's not. <laughs> but hey, at least you made 100K, though. Yeah. To other people, it may look different. Like, oh, shit, you got 100K. I guess. 100K you know? is like a good number. It I think is so, too. Number. I think it's pretty uh, respectable. Yeah, I'd it's say. like, oh, you're doing your thing. A million's yeah. like, holy shit. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. like 100's like a good. There you go, Marty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What are you at right now? I'm like 99 point something. Oh, shit. Or point right five there. or point six. I don't know. Something like that. So, yeah, guys. See you next week. Deuces. Deuces. You just stole. That's usually what I say. Well, you got to say something. You got to say something else then. All right. Bye, guys. Wow, that was so fucking boring. Jeez. That's usually what you say. That's that's what I always think. I'm like, oh, this guy's fucking boring. I don't say that. All right. Marty. Bye. Bye, bitches. Adios. <laughs>